Listener Production. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two... Sorry, still buffering. One... Dag, dag, dag. Fijk. I knew you'd do a fake one this year. Have I picked it? <laughs> you knew I was scrambling. You knew I had, didn't have one ready. And <laughs> you knew I didn't have one ready because no? it just caught me on the hop. No. And <laughs> It could be one. Oh, yeah. Where's it from? Long, it's a long shot. It's a long, yeah, true. It's a uh, long no, shot. And he just went, oh, gosh, I haven't even looked at the emails yet mm. to get a greeting. Mm. And I said, do a fakie. <laughs> no one's going to know. Yeah, until I get that called That one checks out. up on him. <laughs> Setting me up for the perfect, perfect hero move to call Andy out on the fake one. But Dirk to all today. Dirk. Uh, my apologies. I haven't I'm, been to the country for a long time. I mean, was there any temptation for you to... To not just yell fake straight away and go drag it out a bit. Like, oh, yeah. where's that? Where's that? Well, we don't we don't do the guessing anymore, <laughs> as we stated on last week's podcast, because it is a handbrake. So I thought to keep the energy up, um, reveal <laughs> a fraud. Fun. So <laughs> reveal a fraud. Try him by the people. String him up and get on with the show. Get him on the wall. <laughs> um, we'll continue it though. I would definitely continue it. Mm-hmm. That was I didn't request you to not have one. That okay. was your that was a rare bit of sloppiness <laughs> from you. It was just the the interplay last week when you said you don't want to you don't want any interplay with it. <laughs> I didn't say no interplay. <laughs> I just felt like I'll find I want zero to no, do with no, this. No, no. It felt like did it, Jack? It kind no, of I felt think Jack like... said Jack's in my camp for sure. Because <laughs> us guessing was the handbrake. I find it interesting to find out where they've come from straight away. Uh, straight away. Yeah. I find it, I, I like the effort you put in. Mm. Uh, I like reminding people that the podcast is international. We don't need to yeah. be like on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire where we talk but, through the answer. I just felt like I was talking through the answer. And who, who gives a shit? I yeah, just thought, but like, now you've ended up talking about it more than we ever have in previous episodes. But I think this discussion episodes. is more interesting <laughs> than, the, than the guesses yeah. of, oh, you made a noise that I think's from Eastern Europe. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> like... Well, I've I never, never seen you so passionate about yeah, it. Yeah, well, it's the, the further I get from those banal... <laughs> Musings that we had, the more angry I am that I let them in this podcast, which I deem to be sacred ground for only top shelf content. And and I saw the downloads for last week. (laughs) Through the roof. Once you can can see day two, day three downloads (laughs) after the Thursday, once word spread, oh, they don't do the guessing. (laughs) (laughs) They're not doing the country guessing anymore. They're like, oh, great. So the handbrakes are off. They must reach top speed very quickly. Is it too fast? That was the only feedback we got. <laughs> and uh, yes. let's ch- let's keep this momentum. <laughs> yes. We don't we never have to regain any momentum because we never slowed down. And you, <laughs> use it. Use it to talk to someone that really captured thine eye this oh, week great. on the email. Great, love to. Um often as people would know by now, as we have we rounding the turn, coming charging home for this year's season. Mm. Um, of course, this year the unexpected bonanza has been people's special skills and the breadth yes. and depth of talents that people have. Mm. 
from from time to time, it will will want to get someone on first to discuss their skill before we yep. decide to take things to the next level. On this point, uh, I, I did have an idea for the special skills, and I feel like we should potentially have a hall of fame yes. or a leaderboard, and then a hall of shame. People that yeah. have rocked up and just not delivered whatsoever. And then, of course, the Ducks Coots issue in the Hall of Contention. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we maintain yeah. Coots, Ducks, yeah. we Ten stand, a Penny. Yeah. We stand by the Coot is a Duck. Coot is a Duck, a Duck yeah. is a Coot. <laughs> um, a, a, a boot is a shoe, a shoe is a boot. Yes. It's the same sort of saying. It's, the, it's exactly the same saying as that old shoe boot saying, yeah. except applied to water birds. <laughs> anyway, uh, if, you, if you're joining the pod from here, uh, we actually why? had a why? duck summoning situation. Yeah, I've got. Uh, we, we went down and there were um, Eurasian coots. Turned out to be Eurasian coots. Upon not, review, not it was found that we were not at fault. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we have not had to rectify that situation as yet, although we still get a lot so of complaints about it. So for the next pod, are you happy for me to, to put together what I think believed to be the Hall of Famers yep. and a Hall of Shamers? And I'll tell you what, mm. this young man, I reckon, mm. could be in the Hall of Fame. Okay. Get an email through the, throughout the week. Robbie. Mm. Um, he writes, I used to work at the Woolies Deli. We know them, we know them well. At first it started as a game to keep me entertained. But then I got good. Mm-hmm. Probably the same way that Wolverine's spikes started as a bit of a game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he just, he sort of it began to dawn on him that he not everyone has these spikes yeah. and he can use them to fight crime. Yep. Robbie contends that he is able to get within 10 grams when asked for any amount of cold meat, specific amount of cold meat. So if you say to him, I want 770 <sighs> of ham, he can get you between 760 and 780. This is, this is great because remember I wanted to set up this game between you and I when we go down to Coles Deli and I wanted to say... But who, we're, we're amateurs. We're amateurs. I wanted to see who was better at picking out meat. So he knows the like, scale. He goes, the talent extends from honey ham to Danish salami. Heck, and I can, I can even do it with rare roast beef. He joins us on the line. Robbie, the meat measurer. Yeah. How are you, mate? <laughs> Ahoy, boys. And I'd just like to say happy birthday to Andy. Take no, the pressure off you, Hamer. No Thank need. you. Robbie, Saving my vocal Robbie. cords from one of the millions he requests per year. I appreciate it, Rob. Um, Robbie, how are you in the meats, mince meat department? Mince. Yeah, so mince, mince meats I'm not too good at, but any <laughs> any cold meat, he, he give, me, give, me, give me salami, give me turkey, and I'll get within 10 grams. Yeah. He did say cold meat, Ando, okay. so it's a meat that can be consumed cold. Mince right. cannot and okay. should not and so, is therefore outside of his well, sport. The reason why it's, I, I was asking him is because that's often when there's mince meat in the deli, you go, oh, I need 500 grams of mince meat. Do you get from the deli? I get prepackaged. Yeah, right. Things are all right over on Andy's side of this set. <laughs> <laughs> Doing pretty well, I notice. <laughs> Interesting. Robbie. Robbie. The tray's so good how, enough for me, mate. So <laughs> the game would be as such. Yeah. We make up a fake deli. Yeah. Well, here's, the, here's what I'd like to ask you, Robbie. Um, and yeah, then, first of all, are you really confident with this? Because it's certainly got our attention. We are very excited to see a man do this in mm. real life. And until four minutes ago, there wasn't a Hall of Shame up for grabs. <laughs> yeah. Are you um, confident you could be in the Hall of Fame on this skill? I'm. I'm pretty confident. I've been out. I've been out of the game for half a year now. I stopped working at the deli. You but that's a, that. that's a skill. No, that's a skill that sticks with you. Yeah, it's, yeah. it is like riding bike. Weighing they do say weighing meat is like riding bike. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> you, what they say. If, um, if so, if I, if I said to you, just as an example, if I said, "Hey, uh, four hundred and fifty grams of salami," you could get it pretty close to on the nose. Ten, yeah, yeah. Within ten grams, but I must say, like salami is 
deceivingly lighter than you'd think, oh, but I can I can hand I can I can handle. I agree with okay. that. Hungarian salami certainly yeah, is. I've, I've picked up a stack of salami before, and I, I honestly have thought that is lighter than I was well, expecting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it just sounds like I'm trying to agree with Robbie for no particular reason. <laughs> but he's right. He's touched no, on a no. He's touched on a real feeling I've had. Um, <laughs> what would you name, say is name, heavier name, than you expect, <laughs> Robbie? What meat? Um, you got honey, honey ham. I'd say because of the honey, a lot denser than you expect. <laughs> a lot denser. Honey, honey's a heavy fluid. Yeah, the, the honey yeah. fills all the other gaps. <laughs> honey <laughs> fills any microscopic <laughs> pores. <laughs> Robbie, name your meats. Name the meats um, that we should bring up. Yeah, I'd lock in ham. I'd say yeah, slice any champagne. Shave, shave champagne ham should be good. Yep. Shave champagne. Oh, it's sh- so shave. So yeah. it's coming in like the shreds like and bits this. and pieces. Yeah, yeah, this is, this is adding to impress me. And that 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 allows you to maybe add one or two grams here or there right at yep. the end. Okay, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So shaved champagne ham. Name three meats. Okay, shaved champagne ham. Mm-hmm. We can all rare roast beef. Ooh. Although it's a bit more expensive. That's okay. Um, <laughs> Don't you worry about that, Robbie. You can't put a price on this talent. <laughs> well, you can per kilo. I'll, I'll, I'll sort that out. Yeah, myself. Maybe, I know he'll be maybe. paying for that. Oh, <laughs> custom mints. Yeah. <laughs> maybe some oven roasted turkey. I could probably handle Very good. Okay. Now, Robbie. Yeah. Interesting okay. you bring up the cost of this meat. We obviously, as you can easily tell, you've definitely got our attention with this. We love this. Yeah. Uh, we're in Melbourne. You're in Sydney. Yeah. Can we fly you down? You could, yeah, for sure. Um, I'm willing to go, yeah. for sure. We want to see me. this. Yeah. We'll, oh, foot the bill on that. we'll foot the bill on that. Here's the thing. Now, like when we had so... the whole duck summoning debacle, I mentioned at the time, hey, if you can't summon a duck, you've got to pay for your flights. Yeah. That was quickly shut down, and in hindsight, that's probably fair. Hmm. What yeah. I will say to you is this, though. If you cannot, um, if you can't get three from five hmm. within 10 grams, hmm. you'll pay for the meats. I, I, I can do that. It's a yep. good deal. We it's have a, a challenge. We have a challenge. Yeah. So just to really quickly recap, Ham, we're going to have the meats laid out. Are we saying give us 500 grams or 450 grams of shaved champagne ham? Yep. And that's when he goes and does yep. it. And we said, yep. so we need to pick two more meats. Uh, you're right. Um, <laughs> or should we just do it out of three? Well, let's do it out of three. If you can yeah. get two out of three mm. within your 10 gram yep. allocation, yep. we'll give you an H&A coin. You mm. get three from three, you get an eight coin coin. Wow. Um, Amazing. Yeah, you, you, I know. You <laughs> fail, you yeah. pay for the meat. Pay for the meat. Now, what, and you, and you do don't you, get to keep them. Yeah, you don't get to have any meat. I don't get to eat the meat. Okay. No, no, we that's keep a no. the meat at your cost. Yeah, yeah we eat the uh, meat at your cost. If I win, do I get to keep some of the shaved champagne? You can have, can the have meat. half the meat. Thank you. Rob, one more thing. What yeah. model of uh, electronic scales would you like? Does it, should it matter? Does it the matter? Woolies, the Woolies one actually worked within, I believe it was 0.2 grams. We'll, or get, we'll, we'll get one from Woolies. We'll, we'll get, get one from Woolies. Are you happy if we yeah, get if you, one from... If you, if you could replicate the Woolies scale, Easy. I'll be... You, you, don't, you don't know the model number, do you? Like it's not a Casio 985Z. <laughs> not, not, not on me, but... We'll, we'll be right. Well, we'll get it. We'll get it done. Okay. We'll get you the most accurate <laughs> electronic scale we can. Yeah. Very good. Thanks, Rob. Yeah. See you soon. Cheers, boys. See you Bye. soon. Hey, you and I had a victory uh, <laughs> during the week. Um, so much better than we expected. <laughs> yes, we had a function um, for Channel Nine. Yeah, and talking about True Story coming up. Yep, True Story coming up. A lot of media in the room, yep. and a sprinkling, a splash of mm. a splash of stars. Yes, it was not uh, the name of the night, but it <laughs> was the, the gist that everyone was going for. Um, Hey, 
and the voice judges or coaches and all the contestants they were milling about. All your faves. All your faves. Anyway, it turned out it was someone's birthday, one of the voice contestants. Yeah. I believe his name was Trent. Was it Trent? It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. okay. You were friends. It's, it's, yeah, exactly. Anyway, suddenly I think it was Kelly Rowland who started singing I think Happy- it was Richard Wilkins was hosting this night. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you're right, Kelly Rowland was part of it. And Kelly Rowland said, let's sing happy birthday. Oh, I, I think Dickie had planned it. <laughs> really? Okay. Only because I think as MC of the night, yeah. uh, for anyone that's MC'd an event, before the event happens, you're looking at a blank run sheet going, yeah. what am I, I going to do? <laughs> yeah, what am I going to do? Yeah. I mean, I know on the paper here it says I talked to Boy George, I talked to Kelly. Yeah. How much hat, hat stuff can I He might wear a hat, he might not. But like, <laughs> what can I do? What if this goes bad? Look, at it end on a high note. Mm. Uh, I know. I'll have organised the cake. At least that's something. At least that's effort. That's, yes. I think, Richard. I think Dickie organised that. Right. As a bit of a, if this if this whole thing tanks, mm. at least people might remember the cake. The cake. So he's, okay, then. So Dickie's directed that they're Trent's birthday. Yep. I think it's Trent. Whatever it is. Um, he's, it's his birthday. Let's everyone sing happy birthday. Kelly Rowland with a mic starts singing beautiful. Happy birthday. And the whole crowd, 200 people, start singing happy birthday, except for two people. Well, the volume goes up. Andy and I realised, I mean, why was this day so exciting for us? Why was this night so exciting for us? I'll try and explain to people why. We we weren't expecting to be at a birthday party. No. Now, for people that listened to the radio show last year, (laughs) we talked about a power move. I wish I could remember his name and he deserves credit here <laughs> yes. and I haven't remembered it and so he's not going to get me. But if you remember this incident from the radio show, a young man called up and he said, "I look, I do a thing where when it comes time for the hip hips, I do a very, very loud hip hip. And, um, and everyone acknowledges the natural leader. And whoever does, in, ev- when he, in anyone's family, whoever is hip hipping, yeah. uh, you know, whether it's Aunt Jean, if she's the boisterous one, whatever it is, the hip hipper has the alpha position, yeah. the high status role. Human nature means because we we're a tribal species mm. and we need leaders yep. and human nature immediately something clicks into us to go we will follow you yes we immediately count out of the the alpha hip hip yep. sometimes there's one or two but usually one yep and the and this power move was you yell out hip hip mm. everyone says hooray you stop yeah you don't come in it's on mayhem the second hip hip. it's mayhem people are suddenly they thought they had mm. an incredible leader and their head's being cut off yep. the, the dragon and it's it's crazy. People go everywhere. People don't know what to do. So then a meek hip hip might come <laughs> in or whatever. So we'll take you back to the moment. Kelly Rowland is singing Boy George backing her up, Delta Goodrum, Joe Jonas or whichever brother it is. Um, star started live. <laughs> they're they're, they're all, singing happy birthdays. Any night. They all start singing. The whole room obviously follows them in. 200 people except for two people. Well, That's you, you and I. You and I look at each other going, Oh, my God. God. We can do it. We didn't even need to say it to each other. We just knew. We know what's coming up. (laughs) It's a room of 100 people. We we both just... I don't know. It's like when you hear stories Mm. afterwards of, like, off-duty police officers or off-duty members of the military. Mm. A catastrophe happens, and they can't explain how Mm. to to people that haven't been through it, but they just knew what to do. Their training kicked in. (laughs) And for you and I, that's what was happening. We didn't have to say anything, but we knew what was coming up, the hip mm. hips. We knew what we had to do. Yes. We had to get in first and to felt, the hip hips. You went in a semi-quaver early, and I felt which, like which we, is the right move. And I felt like we timed it beautifully, and we were loud. Yep. We came in with the biggest hip hip you could possibly imagine. Podcasters, if you'll indulge us, I'll recreate the end of the song for you. <laughs> I'll be the crowd singing happy birthday. Andy will be me and Andy. Yeah. And this was the timing. You're going to notice the semi-quaver... F- <laughs> early difference yes. and 
it's the way to do it because in a room like that full of strangers, mm. you've got you've got a high volume song yep. and a lot of gusto in the song. Yeah. Full of strangers, but also there's TV types. There's a lot of big egos in that room. Uh, <laughs> would be silly to think no one's going to do the hip hip. So it was right to go early <laughs> to establish the high ground. So this is the end of the song. Yep. Happy birthday to you. Hip hip. Uh, so I was already away. Very early. Yeah, I went early, and you had got me by the second hip, though. You were right on my yeah, tails. Yeah. So it was loud. It was loud. I, I, I yelled it. It was like we were doing sports hip hips. <laughs> yeah. And everyone went, hooray! And then silence. <laughs> and then that, silence. The best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> the best silence. Annie and I even ducked down. We, Hamish and I then went down to our knees. And, and it went on one beat. Two beats, three beats, and eighty. Let's just start pumping our fists. <laughs> we got it, baby. We and, got it. And no one came in. There for was a, no another... recovery. Hip hip. <laughs> it went on so long. They... No one had the guts to come in and pick up the hip hip. It ended in a really awkward laugh. <laughs> Richard Wilkins not knowing what's going on. Oh, hang on. What's happening here? I organised the cake. This was meant to be my high point. This was meant to be my fail safe. Yeah. And he, would have been, he would have been taken out the back by the event organiser going, what did you do? I thinking. I mean, he would have been pleading with them going, of any move in a public gathering book, I would have thought singing happy birthday. It's not, no one, it's not exciting, but it's something that everyone knows the rules of. And... It was. I've never been. We've never pulled it off like that, no, I mean, and, and I've never felt euphoria like that. Oh man, it was. <laughs> it was something else, Jack. It was really something else, Jack. Yeah. Like they could have. <laughs> I mean, they could have gone. Out and we also like to announce, Hamish Andy, we'd like to give you a fifty-year contract to the network, and we wouldn't. Who cares? Yeah, Doesn't yeah. mean that you can't beat what we just felt. <laughs> and I. Mm. Um, it's time we let the podcasters in on a little bit of a, well, a bit of a journey we've been on the last couple of years. Yeah. It's yep. certainly taken up a lot of our off-air time. But a lot of good documentaries take time. And you know, we didn't had... want to say we were making this doco yep. because you never know. How's you just never know how it's going to pan out. Yep. And I'm sure there's so many docos where like 80% of the footage gets shot and it's like, well, we just don't have an ending. We, yeah. we didn't make it. We think we've got enough now. We are making a documentary about something we've been working on for pretty close to two years. Mm. Um, people would remember the cool video, the cool viral video, the mannequin challenge. Yes. It's been almost two years now and we have been umming and ahhing over whether or not we will do one. <laughs> and we, I don't want to give away the ending of the doco, yeah. but we made, like, spoiler alert, yeah. it's a great ending. Yeah. Uh, and we, we have been making a doco mm. on the journey. Mm. It's, it's, it's almost ready to, to be released. A story nearly two years in the making. I remember around late November, early December 2016, seeing a few people doing it, and it definitely spiked my attention. I called Andy about it pretty soon after. Yeah, I remember getting a call from Haim and saying to him, you know, what's this all about? Taking you back to the moment two men realised a craze was sweeping the world. It's funny, I, I remember being on the phone to Andy and he said something along the lines of, what's this all about? Uh, so I told him, well, you know, people are freezing in real life and people are filming it. I remember saying, freezing? Uh, 
what do you mean freezing? I remember Andy being confused at the term freezing. He said something like, freezing? What do you mean freezing? Or something like that. So I tried to get across to him that they weren't really freezing literally. And I remember Haim then explaining it. It wasn't literal. And, uh, and I remember saying, oh, like a mannequin. I remember Andy just suddenly saying, oh, like a mannequin. And I instantly go, you've got it. That's what they're calling it. A very, very long conversation leading to a question that would change their lives forever. So Andy gets me and Jack together and he says... So I remember getting Jack and Haim together and and I said to them, so boys, should we do one? It was a huge call. I remember Haim just saying, let me think. I remember saying something along the lines of, let me think, you know, because whilst I could see the upside to being part of the funny joke... We didn't want to jump on a bandwagon. I hate bandwagons more than anyone. I think I said so at the time. And I vaguely remember Andy saying words to the effect of, boys, I hate bandwagons more than anyone. But the idea of being swept up in this popular fun video craze was certainly tantalising. And from there, it was never really too far out of our minds. Join these men who struggle to express themselves succinctly in sound bites as they debate taking a huge reputational risk and doing a mannequin challenge. I kept saying to the guys, I think we really have to focus on the upside here. You know, we're going to have a piece of footage that will make it look like we are actual mannequins and we're going to have that footage forever. I remember Haim saying something along the lines of, well, we'll have a piece of footage that makes it look like we're actual mannequins and we'll have that forever. And I got that. But to me, the glaring risk was being labelled, you know, late to the party. And I, I think I said that at the time. I remember the gist of what Andy was saying, and that was about being late to the party. And really, that argument carried us all the way through 2017 and into early, mid-2018. I remember, I think it was Andy, actually, uh, just coming in one day and saying, let's do it. I remember I just came in one day and... In mid-2018, Join three men as they take a thoroughly debated leap into the unknown and create a piece of video trickery that has a track record of going viral. And cut! Woo! Did we get it? Did we get it? Did we get it? I think we got it! I didn't didn't move. Did you guys move? I'm pretty sure I didn't move. Guys, I think that's it! Yes, we mannequin. Coming to boutique documentary film festivals soon. I just remember afterwards Andy saying words to the effect of, thanks, man, thank you for taking us to this awesome place and doing this. I don't remember that. And uh, Mm. it's actually been a couple of weeks since we did this and we should do this now. Ah, yes. Power moves. Power moves. Yeah. The reason we use an electric guitar there is if you order something in a cafe, then play that chord. Mm. That's a power move. Yeah, that is a power move. People will love it. It's a lot of, it's a lot of difficulty for you to lug the equipment around. Mm. That might reduce your status level. But, you know, in essence, it's a power move. Hey, I had one done to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always a good way to spot a power move by being the victim of a power move. Yes. If you ever feel yourself in an interaction and suddenly you're powerless... Yeah, suddenly you go, hang on a second, how did I get this low status position? <laughs> yeah. what's, this, what's that guy doing up on the summit? <laughs> yeah. You've been power moved. Yep. Um, you know, Al, right? Mm. Al, who's a driver who we sometimes use. Lovely bloke, mm. right? Dropping me at the airport. He is... We're pulling in. He goes, oh, it's my mate, Sammy, right? Yep. Sammy's another driver. Hop out. Al's laughing and waving to him. So we pull over. 
he hops out of the car. Sammy's there unloading the car as well. His car. He's dropped someone off. I hop out. The, this other driver, Sammy, grabs a bag, right, like a big duffel bag, mm. and goes to throw it at me, right? Yeah. And I know he's not going to throw it at me because the customer's, the guy he's yeah. driving is right next to him. Yeah. Goes to throw it at me. <clears throat> I've never met this guy, Sammy, before, so I sort of laugh and go, oh. Sammy goes to me, huh, you shit yourself. Okay. I'm laughing, going, no, I didn't shoot myself. He goes, he, sh- he shit himself. He shit himself. <laughs> Turning around to everyone going, he shit, uh, shit himself. <laughs> Where you're allowed to, that bag's being and, potentially thrown at you. But the thing is, I didn't shit myself. <laughs> Literally or figuratively. But complaining, whinging and going, I didn't shit yeah. myself, <laughs> immediately, yeah. low status. <laughs> Telling someone they shut themselves is a pretty good power move. Yeah, like um, quick one here from Nicolette. Yep. Um... When I meet someone for the first time and they tell me their name, I always reply with, oh, that's my dog's name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, there's a lot of Hamish dogs out there and I know that feeling. You feel power moved. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, okay. So that's cool. I'm, a dog, I'm aware of that I'm as a, a name. owned by you. And it's good enough to be something I have complete control over. I have, <laughs> we're all thinking. It's like going, well, don't think, don't think of me now on the floor with a leash around my neck. <laughs> Well, you've thought of it, <laughs> and I've now power moved you. This is from mm. Alex Ng, and uh, he is a London. Well, he could be an Aussie, but he lives in London. Yep. Uh, he goes, look, in the mornings on the way to work, I'm usually on the same tube, as in a train, an exact same train carriage as my boss. Right. Okay, so I'm assuming here, but I'm going to say Alex is a bit of a suit. Okay. Okay, so <clears throat> he's part of the hustle and bustle. He goes, I hide from him on the train. Then I run from the station to my desk to beat him to work. Then when he arrives a few minutes after me, I tap my watch and ask him why he's late. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a bad move. This one, similar workplace scenario uh, from Ben Nielsen. He says that, uh, got a power move for you. When leaving someone's office or room... I always ask them whether they want the door open or closed. Whichever one they pick, I do the opposite. <laughs> Perfect. So basic. So basic. Um, but such a simple power move. And a wonderful family of moves of just asking someone something, trapping them by getting them because they state a preference and it makes it look like you're in charge of their preferences. It's terrific. Uh, do you want milk or sugar in your tea? Yeah. Uh, milk, thanks. There you go. Completely black. <laughs> You'll get what you're given. I'm the boss of you. Certainly. When we talk it's about an asshole. asshole. It's an asshole move. <laughs> it's an asshole but it's one of the funnier asshole moves <laughs> yeah. there is. Um, Tim, um, this comes in from Tim. It says, look, this is for members of families who are of the Christian faith. Because mm-hmm. I don't mean any disrespect. I'm a Christian myself. Yeah. And I'd preface this by saying this could work for any religion. At dinner time, once everyone's ready for dinner, uh, that's the time for this power move. Once everyone's seated at the dinner table, immediately begin praying loudly with eyes closed and hands together. <laughs> Everyone will look over to you, see that you're praying and be inclined to join in no matter what they were doing or what conversation they were having. Because they're also going, yeah, oh, shit, Tim's is. praying. I don't want to be closer to the God than I am. Um, nobody's going to stop or interrupt you because you're praying yeah. and doing so would create an awkward situation for them. Once you've begun praying, you've got everyone wrapped around your finger because they think what happens is, yeah, yeah. if I go, 
If I start the prayer yeah. loudly, you guys would just have to clasp hands and oh, close yeah, your yeah, eyes, and, and I'm the boss of the prayer. And occasionally look up at them to go, okay, they're still going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but most of it's head down, yeah. No, I, I'm our family's not religious, hmm. but I, I know from being at people's houses that are, you can't yell out, how long is this prayer going for? <laughs> um, otherwise, we would have yeah. seen a little bit at the royal wedding yeah. uh, with that preacher. Yeah. <laughs> um, the general rule is you can never ask for time calls. Let a guy go. Let a guy go. Yeah. Let a girl go. That's the rules with prayers. He goes, so once you get everyone wrapped around your finger, you can then decide when the prayer is over and when everyone is allowed to eat. Mm. You have the power over their stomachs and the entire meal. I like that. I mean, not the first time in history that religion has had power over the masses, (laughs) but good to see that it still exists in this day and age. Hey, um, series two of our TV show, True Story, is coming up. Ooh, it's coming soon, baby. It's coming soon, uh, in the start of August. And we, um, you know, obviously do press yep. for that. Well, this is but the it time. It occurred to us that we're often getting farmed out to bigger shows. Yeah. What are, who's standing up for the little guy? Exactly, Ando. The, here's the thing. When it, when it comes around to this time in a television show's life, we all know the way this goes. Yeah. Three weeks out, two weeks out, one week out. You do your standard stuff. For yeah. us, because we're Channel 9, you're going to do the Today Show. Yeah. Will you do Today, Today Extra? Extra? Sure, if they're lucky. why not? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, give you on Current Affair. We love Today. We, we love, love Today. We do love them. Yeah. Uh, you know, Current Affair, do that. Yeah, great. Yeah. Sure. Do you want to do Today Show again? Yes. Okay, Probably. we'll do that. Uh, someone here from the Australian wants to talk to you. Okay, okay. great. Lovely newspaper. Yeah. Someone from the Guardian wants to talk to you. Oh, sure. huge. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought we'd be out there <laughs> cup of tea. Maybe you get a slot on ABC Radio, but they're all big shows. Yes. They're all big shows and they're the standard people. News.com.au, want to do an interview? Yes, yes. happy to do it. But Radio stations. It's the standard stuff. Yep. And we're not poo-pooing that, and right. I'm sure we'll still do all we'll that do standard it. stuff to get the word out about the TV show. But as you said, Ando, hmm. what about if you have a podcast that only has eight downloads a week? <laughs> what if you've got a high school newspaper uh, or, or a you're YouTube the, channel yeah. that you run for your high school and you give updates on the week the weekend wacky news? Yeah, and you, yeah, you've only got 35 subscribers, but they bloody love it. Yeah. Who you, are we if, to say we will only go on a show if they have a large audience. If you have, if you're ahead of a newspaper at a mine, yep. I'm sure they have little newsletters. Yeah, an or something. internal newsletter. An internal newsletter. But you're the editor yeah. and you're taking it seriously. Yeah. We would like to essentially provide a junket for you. I would love to appear in mine your own business. <laughs> <laughs> that, so the, what we're the asking newsletter for the mine. Here's what we're going to do. How, however small or big. Your publication is. It could be a yep. podcast, YouTube show. It could be your own TV show on community television. It could be uh, a radio show, regional radio, whatever it may be. It we, must exist, though. It must exist. You must have a valid media outlet. We don't care about even if as long as you get one to like as long as you've got consumers of it. Yep. That's all that matters. Or if you know someone's got one, tell them. Tell, tell them, them about, about this. We want to do the people's junket. Yes. Not the standard big masthead, big hitter junket. The people's junket. We want to do. A day when we sit down, uh, you've got to register hamishandy.com. Go there now, now. The People's Junker will be up there. We'll be a form to fill out, listing your publication. But we'll do four minute slots. We're going to do four minute slots, okay? As, We're many, gonna, as, we as can. many as we can possibly fit in mm. across one day. Mm. So if you get one of these four minute slots, mm. that's the thing. I mean, have your questions ready. Because yeah. four minutes isn't a lot, but we've got to make it a short interview time so we can fit in as many people as we possibly can. But having said that, we our very first interview was Robert Downey Jr. Yes. in France. 
and we got given three minutes 30. Yeah, and I ran out of questions at two minutes 50. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing, though. We're pretty sure we can say it's going to be in Sydney, can't yeah. we? Uh, we're hoping to, get, we're <laughs> hoping to get one of the standard hotel rooms that look at the Opera House. The Opera House background. You often see, like, the Avengers people and stuff, too, <laughs> junkers in there, which is, uh, It's going to cost Channel 9 a fair bit of money on yes. that front. Uh, you will have to get yourself to Sydney. Mm. Um, no, or maybe not. Maybe we'll, not. We'll try. You know, just apply. Just apply. Apply. If you're near Sydney and you can get there, it obviously makes it a lot... You're a better chance. You're a better chance. Yes. You're a better chance. Getting one of the coveted four minute slots. It's going to be the 4th of August. Yep. All right. So Saturday. if you're listening to this, um, if you're a fresh, if you're a fast listener yeah. as this goes, gets uploaded, that's still a few weeks away. 4th got, of August. You got, you got a month. You got a month. You yep. got a month. So apply and uh, we can't wait to see if the junk it. We will film it and give you the footage. That's, that, that's true. Yeah, we will. And you'll also get a photo mm-hmm. and. Within the four minutes. <laughs> possibly a certificate of attendance. I don't know. We're looking into that. <laughs> Good luck. Hey, Ando, hmm. if there's one crime, one category of crime I reckon is like a thing dads are threatening. I don't know. It seems like more dads are threatening to like prosecute people for. Certainly my dad growing up was always like threatening to prosecute people for this. And I find myself internally going, oh, yeah. it's false advertising. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. my dad always growing up was... I don't even know if false advertising is a crime. Yeah. Like, Dad was always going, get them for false advertising. You know, it was always yeah, like, yeah. get this guy for murder. Like, yeah. that's an obvious one. But yeah. like, oh, get these guys for false advertising. That's not true. Yes. It, it, it was so much a part of my upbringing that I believe it. Like, I believe that every week in the courts, there's several dozen cases of false advertising yeah. and people going to jail for it. It's people, probably not a crime. No. Because all marketing is false advertising. Pretty much all advertising is false yeah. advertising. The burgers aren't necessarily better at Hungry Jacks. No, no one's backing up that claim. <laughs> Interesting you mentioned food because here's this week's one where I thought to myself, right. get those guys for false advertising. And you can't, but here's who I would prosecute for false advertising mm. were it being bought before the courts. Uh, and are you and I both fans of, you know, treat yourself once a week, bit yeah. of a delivery service. Yes. Well, my crime, now that everyone, like we're all getting used to these services, mm. like a year ago it was really novel and you were, yep. you know, it was exciting. The The thing is the photo they use to show the restaurant, right, the flat lay yeah. of the food. I mean, I know we're not surprised that it's obviously they take a much better photo yes. of what's in store than what you're actually going to get. That's a trick that food places have been using since time yes. began. Mm. But... Some restaurants are taking the piss a bit more than others. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you, you do, say you go, like, you know, we know what McDonald's look like, that's fine. Yes. The one that gets me the most, because I'm, I'm a fan of chicken. Mm. If I had to pick my favourite meat, I'd say chicken. Mm. So sometimes in our area, and we live close to each other, I'll think to myself, I want chicken, I know what my standards are, but I wonder if there's anything new out there that might surprise me. Yes. So I'll search for chicken. Red Rooster always comes up. The flat lay for Red Rooster, like the marketing shot, they got the photo from above. I yep. mean, when I say a flat lay, um, it's the it's a top down photo of a table. The photo for Red Rooster is out of control. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> there is obviously the roast cho- like for yeah. a start, it's plated up. Yep, I don't even think Macca's has plated up their no. food. It's pla- like who's plating up you don't Red get Rooster? A plate. You don't get a plate though at, at the restaurant either. There's no plates on, on offer. Yeah, if Nando's was plating up on their photo, I'd allow that because when you eat in, you do get a plate. It's plated up. Yeah. Look, I'll accept that the chicken's plated up. Yeah. I can imagine that people get home from Rose Rooster and go, well, don't just grab it out of the bag, you yeah. animals. Just wait, <laughs> wait for a second. Let me put it on a plate. Yeah. 
Not the your household, that, more my the household. The thing that gets me, I, I, I then way less probable is plating up the peas because <laughs> you just dig yeah. at those like yeah. animals. Yeah. They're in a bowl. They're like in a beautiful bowl. Yeah. Here's what would never happen. Yeah. Four pineapple rings are on a plate. Like no one is going. <laughs> what it gives the impression of, the thing that annoys me the most about this yeah. is that there exists a family mm. where, uh, the da- you know, mum or dad's gone, oh, I'll get Red Rooster. Mm. Here you go, you guys, chicken, and you've got a selection of peas or <laughs> you've got a selection of um, grilled pineapple rings. There's four there. Like some people might go, oh, no, I won't have one, whatever. <laughs> Every family is like, give me my, fi- give me my pineapple rings. <laughs> <laughs> just would never ever allow them to be on a plate because that 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 like indicates that have as many as you want. Some might have none. Some might have three. No, no. no. Very specific. Yeah, that's my pineapple ring. That's my pineapple ring. I want my pineapple ring. Everyone's getting, no family exists where you're not getting an even amount. No. And pineapple rings can be eaten in one or two bites yes. with your fingers. Yeah. They're never making it to a plate. That's the thing you eat while you're thinking about how to serve out the food. Exactly. The thing. That really gets me on the chicken. I like I said, I get, I accept that no one's going to just like. Sure, not every family going to eat it at the fall bag like we do. Meh. Some families would put the chicken on a plate. There is a, a fresh sprig of rosemary <laughs> on the chicken. Before you guys hook in, I just go to the fridge and get out the little plastic container <laughs> I got from the supermarket. A fresh sprig of rosemary for the garnish because. As we all know, this isn't the one night of the week we just eat with our hands like animals. <laughs> hey, all listeners to the podcast are supreme human beings. Yeah. There is a step up. Super supreme. <laughs> <laughs> slightly, super more, supreme. slightly more meat. <laughs> and um, if you buy two of them, you get a free dessert. <laughs> super supreme. Super supreme. All the vegetables, <laughs> all the meat. Double cheese. Yeah. The deepest dish <laughs> deepest dish crust you can ever imagine. That's our super supreme listeners. They uh, they're the ones that have filled out the value. So, well, sorry, just because I'm getting used to this new tracksuit. When I say when I'm doing pizza deals yeah. and I and I was waving my arm there a bit as I was doing the pizza deals, yeah. I feel like uh, it feels right. Yeah. Because I you know why? Because I feel like a retiree who's telling their friends about a great deal you can get because this tracksuit makes me feel like I'm the kind of guy that would eat at a 5pm double, like, half-price pizza special. I'm telling you guys about all these great pizza specials. You just have to eat I feel like Paulie from The Sopranos. (laughs) Anyway, the Super Supremes are those that fill out the valued and important podcast, the form ham. Yes. And um, there's a lot of people that fill that out. Yep. On that form, you have to list a special skill. Yep. Uh, we have found in the past. We checked it in there as filler. Yes. We'll be the first to admit it. Because <laughs> initially we just would basically chase an age, yep. age, name, date of birth, yes. like where you live. And basically, do you know anything about anything yeah. is the vibe we were going for. Yeah. Who knows why we wrote the world's special, special skill? skill? My goodness. It's basically <laughs> turned into the point of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Matt joins us in another studio linked up. Matt, hello. Hello and ahoy. Ahoy. Happy Matt, birthday, Andy. Uh, no Very, good <laughs> Very good boy. Very good boy. I mean, actual need today. Maddie's aware that it's a special birthday <laughs> when episode. I say, <laughs> when I say no need, um, never a need. Um, uh, Matt, on your special skills, it was noted that you said you could pick the age of any person just by hearing their voice. That's correct. Matt, what standard deviation <laughs> yep. within how many years can you pick someone's age? Um, 
I'd say probably within the four to five year mark, maybe three. Oh, four. Four. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like a guy okay. that's trying to give himself because a bit of an extra blanket. Because so four to, plus or minus four to five years. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a, a decade. decade. That's a within a decade. No, I'm like either side. I know that's what we're saying. Yeah, that's plus five, or minus no, five so up. Like, so, I'll so say so plus or minus that, two and a half. Yeah, yeah. So plus or minus two will go. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll I mean, we'll give you some easy ones. No, yeah, How probably. old am I? Uh, you sound like you're about thirty-six. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Andy, have we, yeah, good. Have we learned any, have we, like, if we've learned anything when we're doing people's special skills, helps to throw a softball out there early. So in the event that you just are guessing 200 for everyone, at least we've got something on the board where we can show that you have some, some talent in this area. That's good. What about Andy? Uh, also 36? Yeah, true. <laughs> well, By the time this comes out, <laughs> when this podcast comes out, it'll be ticking over 37. 37. As this is recorded, yeah. 36. What about Jack? Uh, Hello, Matt. This is my voice. <laughs> Hello, Jack. Don't keep uh, testing him. Yeah, I'll go true. with 29. I'm 30. Well done. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jack's a really hard one, though, because uh, just like no one knows how old Michael Sarah is, <laughs> no one knows how old Jack is. <laughs> Um, what we've done, though, uh, you confirmed through our producers, Matt, that you can do this over the telephone as well, mm-hmm. as long as it's a clear line. We have uh, more of our VIPs waiting by on a clear line. Let's jump into the game. Mm-hmm. Simply what will happen is we'll read out the name yep. of the person on the call. They'll yep. have to say, hi, Matt, what's my name again? What's my age again? What's sorry. my age again? Sorry. Uh, Andy's... Give it away. Open <laughs> Give it away the opener, um, which is a, you're about to hear a very, very, very good rendition from Andy and I doing over an eight bit bit version of Blink 182's hit. Um, a sloppy but acceptable opening. Here it is. He says he can pick their age. What's their age again? What's their age again, Matt? Jack's Furious is his favourite band. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not. Is that n- the best available uh, backing music? No, or? it's just it's just better than the original. Is it eight bit? Because the opener's a bit eight bit. That opener. No, look at him, challenge it. Look at, look at it. it. Look Furious. at it. Furious. It's an odd choice. Furious. <laughs> Punk rage. Punk rage. You're experiencing right now from Jack. Hopefully, it doesn't put Matt off as he tries to guess the age simply by hearing the voice. First off, we should uh, we should say Matt before we play. Let's set as Andy and I are the Reserve Bank of mm. the Hamishani coin, mm. uh, which is of course what you cover. Mm. Uh, mm. We should set the parameters. We will give you plus or minus two years on the age. Mm. We do we need all three to win a coin? I reckon two out of three to win a coin. Two out of three ain't bad. Yep. It also gets you the coin. All right, uh, Victor joins us. Victor, please say the line in ahoy. Hi Matt, what's my age again? Good, Victor. Would we allow Matt to have a bit more of a sample of the voice? Yeah, okay. I'm happy to appreciate it. Um, Matt, you can ask Victor one question. What's your age? (laughs) (laughs) Victor, do not answer. I did. I couldn't see that coming. (laughs) (laughs) We did leave our flank exposed to that. (laughs) Interesting that Matt's... (laughs) <laughs> Stump balked early. Um, uh, Matt, you can ask me to one age unrelated question. What do you do for a living? I work for government in New South Wales. Okay. okay. So he's building a sample size here. It's not just not the voice. It's, it's, it's a little bit unfair, but uh, <laughs> take it away. Uh, Matt, what is Victor's age? I'm going to go with 33. <laughs> <laughs> Victor, oh how old are you, Victor? Um, Matt. I, I'm 61. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
You do have two more chances. You do have two more chances, Victor. Thank you for coming on. Great job, Victor. Okay. What what was showing you? What what? I didn't think you had sixty-one-year-old listeners. We do. So so the doubt, the doubt crept in. Yeah. Don't play the numbers. Play the voice. Okay. Don't you're going off stats here. Sebastian now joins us. Sebastian, go for it. Hi, Matt. What's my age again? What are you feeling, Matty? You can ask him one. Age-unrelated questions, <laughs> banned questions would be, an example would be, what year did you finish school? <laughs> hey, uh, I was class of 98. What were you? <laughs> Etc. Um, yeah, I guess, what do, you do for, what do you do for a living again? I am unemployed. Okay, that doesn't give away much. No. You can be unemployed again, at any age. Again, my nine-month-old daughter's unemployed, <laughs> but then so is my 94-year-old grandma. <laughs> I'm not saying you should have a job, Moose. Certainly have given Australia enough. <laughs> I'm not saying send her back to work. I'm just saying old and young can be unemployed. Um, Matt, again, you're not leaning on your skill. <laughs> No. <laughs> like when super, when they say Superman look through this wall, yeah. he doesn't go, Can you give us a mirror? <laughs> Can I have one peek? Just one peek into the other room first and then I'll tell you everything that's in there. <laughs> Take it away, Matt. What's Sebastian's age? Oh, I can leap leap buildings in a single bound with appropriate stunt rigging and crane apparatus. <laughs> yeah, Matt, this is your skill, man. Oh, jeez. Um, I'm going to go 25. Ooh. Sebastian, Sebastian, how old are you? I am 18. 18. And only because you're, you're completely out. You're flunked out massively. In yeah. fact, I think. And, I help, and Sebastian, are you searching for a job, Sebastian, or are you just taking it easy? No. <laughs> uh. Just taking it easy. Yeah. yeah, no hurry. No, absolutely <laughs> no, no hurry. No hurry, right? no hurry. You'll sort it out. Yeah, You'll sort exactly. It out. So, so far you've been about 36 years off. <laughs> <laughs> um, Anna, she stands by. She's been on hold for 20 minutes. So let's see. <laughs> let's, let's give her at least a chance to say the phrase. Go for it, Anna. Hi, Matt. What's my age again? There we go. Matt, is he better with the females? Dig deep. Dig deep. Feel- ask, ask a non-age-related question. Feel out your skill. Um, where are you from? England. Ooh, they're all a certain age. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, that rule in England that you can only be 46. <laughs> um, no, this is good, Matt. What are you feeling? What are you feeling, Anna? What are you feeling her age to be? 29. Anna, what's your age? I'm 38. Nine years old. <laughs> Got my hopes uh, up. Uh, um, Matt, that's zero from three. Anna, thank yeah. you very what, much what, for sticking what, around for that. Do but we have, uh, so you were 28 off in the first instance. <laughs> yeah. Then uh, he went to 23, I think, in the second. Five, so 33 plus and nine. nine. Yeah. yeah, 42. <laughs> 42 <laughs> years off in the space of only three guesses. Matt, promise us one thing. Yeah. Cross that off your list. Okay, done. It's not a yeah, special yeah. skill. You can't tell people that's a skill. In fact... At least I have the proof. Conversationally, can you say... Did you come in with no proof, Matt? (laughs) Was today... So was it more of a, I'd be interested to know if my skill is this? (laughs) There should be another category. There should be, sorry, what's your special skill? What's a special skill you'd like to know if you've got, but have done no testing and have no proof to back it up? Matt, in fact, conversationally, you now have to say, you know what I'm bad at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) You know I'm bad at. You know what I thought I was good at, but but I'm not. I'm currently putting on my CV right now. Yeah, yeah. Just, I'm not good at. If you need, yeah. if this job requires like, me picking people's voice, but age via their voice, yeah. 
I'm not your man. Skills I've been yeah. mistaken <laughs> at. Full disclosure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Matty. Cheers. <laughs> What a show! Yes. Um, <laughs> what a show! Yeah, well, I thought we, you know we might have been wrapping it up after that, but you said there's something. Just else. A, one more thing I want to talk to everyone about. Now, look, hopefully on the next episode we've got Robbie guessing. Um, yep. Guessing meat weight. Just working out times to get him. Just trying to figure out some times to get him to um to get him to the to Melbourne. Yep. It'd be nice to flush out what we just heard. Yeah. Um, but Ando. <sighs> I want to talk to the group about something. I said I'd like to finish with a big call, mm. but it's not a normal Hamish Blake big call. Mm. It's more of a Hamish Blake's fed up. Okay. I hate these tracksuits. Yeah, I thought you I hate it. my tracksuits <laughs> yeah. so much. I keep meaning to bring it up every week. I keep yeah. forgetting to organise it. By next show, yeah. we've got to have new tracksuits. I'll take care of it. Yep. All new? Yeah. Oh, we've, got, we've got to be a team, but we're in these Puma... Outfits, your guys are fine. Yep. I just got the parachute one and it's been weeks now. It's been it's, stupid. Yeah. Yep. So should we go back to Adidas? No, I'd like to keep evolving if we can. Yep. I'm going to try and tee up a meeting with someone. Okay. Someone, anyone this week, but yep. i got to get out of this thing. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I've been I in agree. It for, like I month, agree. months. Yeah. Yeah. And I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> you should. It makes you look old. It makes you look. Oh, like... it just makes it's a hundred percent like it looks like I've just got it out of a bag of charity gear. Yeah. And you go to the the supermarket with it, pushing a, a kind of a pram yep. slash supermarket <laughs> box, and eventually um, you will be that person if you stay in that tracks. Uh, people avoid me on the street. They see me going because they're like, oh, this is like because often if we rush out to get food. Yeah. I'm walking fast and, look, I don't want to generalise, but a guy walking really fast in a parachute tracksuit, <laughs> it just has a weird feel to it in, you know, in yeah. some of the back streets yeah. around here. And well, I, I welcome I welcome it. I'm happy. I'm happy to get out of the mustard. Oh, yeah. Get me out. Um, <laughs> next week, you say? Yeah, next step. Ooh. We're out. Okay. We're out. Kiss you. Kiss you, Puma stuff. Goodbye, guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening. The Hamish and Andy podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. Listener.